1: One and welcome to Midday Super Talk, Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the Element Wealth Studios, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Morning, there, Rhino. Howdy, howdy. A little warmish again today, but it's summer, so we're supposed to expect this, right? Yeah, it's going to be warmish for the next few months. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's right. It is here to stay. Well, the, uh, the College World Series, all of the tickets have been punched. The contenders have been determined, and we're off to Omaha. That is coming up, starting this weekend. That ought to be, uh, I think, a good one. So we got four teams out of the SEC West, half the field, from one division in one conference. That's impressive. Pretty good baseball. And that's after another contender that is not in the series this year, won the whole thing last year from the same division.
2: It's almost like the SEC West is the toughest division to compete
1: in in just about any sport. It's getting that way. It's uh, setting up, shaping up to be that way. Plus, we've got newcomers eventually to the conference in Oklahoma and Texas. They make up. Uh, two more of the uh, those who will be participating. Gee whiz, it does appear to me uh, a bit on baseball. Just when
2: we finally got used to Missouri being in the SEC, I agree. In A and M, right? So A and M seemed to fit in a little quicker than Missouri did. But yeah,
1: yeah. But have you ever have you ever looked at the lyrics? Not read, but looked at the lyrics for the A and M fight song.
2: All of their game day traditions are so weird. It's,
1: I know, but the the fight <laughs> song is like, of course, you know, they detest the University of Texas. Well, of course. Uh, and, I mean, it's just deep-seated <laughs> disdain for their in-state rival there. Well, the whole fight song is oriented around... That disdain, that contempt for UT, like, has nothing to do with anything else but that. But interesting traditions over there in the uh, Lone Star State amongst uh, Texas A&M and UT Texas. But anyhow, that's all setting up this weekend, the College World Series. That, after a rather scorching day in the markets yesterday... I saw at one point everything in the S&P was in the red. The whole thing. So we are officially in a bear market in the S&P, in the NASDAQ, and knocking on the door of one in the Dow. I thought we'd get a bit of a bounce today, but we haven't thus far. The futures were vacillating uh, anywhere from even to up 150 points or so. The Dow presently down one hundred and four. Bitcoin down two eighty nine. So there's been a destruction of crypto value of two trillion dollars since November of last year, and I don't think it's over. Honestly, no. I, I don't. I do not think it's over. I caught an interview this morning with um, sort of a typical crypto investor, if there is such a thing. Uh, But certainly during the period of the meme stock craze and the crypto craze back in the fall of last year, there were lots of young folks that were investing. Many did very well. Got in, got out, cashed out, did very well, went on to, you know, buy multi-million dollar homes and the like. Folks in their 20s. Well, I heard this interview this morning with uh, one in that age range, young female, and so the question was asked, and she was, really she was uh, gracious enough to even come on and talk about it, because I think on the business show there, there there was some interest, intrigue about what does a typical investor look like, especially amongst the young folks that we're not Typical investors in traditional securities, equities and bonds and so forth. And and so they bought into the whole Bitcoin crypto craze. And the question was asked, you know, how how much did you invest and, and uh, how much have you lost? And she just said several thousand. So it's better than a million, and I don't think she had a million to invest, but she said that she had lost several thousand.
2: And she... she. I mean, if you just do the math, you think back to the Super Bowl. How many crypto ads did you see in the Super Bowl? I mean, you had Matt Damon with the whole, was it a full-minute ad? Yeah. Fortune favors the bold? Yeah. Well, if you bought a $1,000 worth of Bitcoin when Matt Damon told you fortune favors the bold, <laughs> you're sitting on about 250 bucks right now.
1: It's true. That's exactly right. Uh, and she had... Didn't sound like she had the money. I mean, she she wasn't just in a dire straight sort of tone, but uh, you could tell that it's probably all she had, and, you know, too available, disposable to invest, and did so, and uh, decided to plop it into Bitcoin or crypto in general, and uh, lost money. Which,
2: I mean, at now. least... With crypto especially bitcoin and ethereum and the, the other more popular coins there was a pre- pretty significant return for a pretty long period of time yeah so you can understand people investing in that yeah what completely boggles the mind is the nft market that's
1: uh, I, I don't get it and i i think that's about to be out of six here.
2: figures for a jpeg that's of a crazy. goofy
1: looking monkey Wearing a hat. Uh, I, I think that's about to be vaporized, honestly. I really do. <laughs> I think it's well on its way, yeah. <laughs> well, so this was the interesting comment that she did make. The The uh, interviewer asked her, hey, did you hold on? Did you sell anything? No, I've held on. What's your plan? I'm going to wait till it goes up, and I'm getting out. So... That doesn't bode well for the future of the asset. I think there are a lot of folks that maybe think that. Now, she could change her mind, and say, well no, I think this is back where I thought it was going to be and we're on the on the uh the road upward. But I, I doubt it. I think there's a lot of people that are saying I, I just can't take these kinds of losses if I if I dumped it now, I'm gonna stay in and wait and then get out. But, uh, like I said, though, overall, that's not good for the class of asset. If there's a sentiment, a broad sentiment like that that says, you know, I got burned, I'm not going to do this again, maybe there really isn't underlying long-term value in this asset class, and they just get out. We'll see. So, a lot of pessimism, though, yesterday in the markets. And I did find one key indicator. Yeah.
2: That uh, may be a saving grace if we could just get the uh, meeting of the minds with the people that that need to meet and and make this happen. Okay, because if you take a seven year stretch from 2010 to 2017, and you look at the trading days when the McRib was available near the stock market, <laughs> and it is ridiculously better. On days when the McRib was available near the stock exchange. So, what do we have to do to get the McDonald's on board in New York to bring back the McRib?
1: (laughs) Hey, that works for me. That's good. That's good as any other strategy. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I hope they're listening. Bring back that McRib. (laughs) So, while the stock market was plunging yesterday, hashtag Black Monday. Was trending on Twitter, Black Monday. I Re- think it was that bad, was it? No, it's pretty bad. Uh, and, and so now we're officially, as we said, in a uh, bear market, tw- which which is defined as uh, a twenty percent decline off the most recent high, which occurred in January. And the Nasdaq's, I think, thirty percent. If I'm not mistaken, the S and P is twenty one, twenty two. And the dial, as of yesterday, eighteen or so. So, very close. Now, here's the big thing: we got the Fed. Those old zany Fed governors—they're getting together today, and uh, to talk about what they will do with respect to interest rates. And they will announce their decision. By the way, 2 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow. You know, you got prognosticators predicting uh, half a point. You got them predicting three quarters of a point. And we shall see. I think three-quarters of a point, this is maybe counterintuitive, could actually increase markets. I think markets would say, okay, the Fed is truly serious about curtailing inflation. We're on board with that strategy. And they may respond positively. But anyhow, it dropped uh, 600 points yesterday, and the NASDAQ fell uh, 876 points, excuse me. It started out at 600 points. The NASDAQ fell 2% yesterday. Not a good day. Lacey Conway, house parent, Palmer Home for Children at 1105, and old Miss Law Professor Chris Green at 1205.
3: At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside and online to save $10 on boat and RV batteries. For offer details and limitations, visit batteriesplus.com.
4: The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable and friendly staff. Visit trustcarehealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better faster
5: at clinton body shop we really do take pride in perfection and that's why we've been awarded the icar gold certification for our 30th year straight only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this this remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from icar and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive in fact we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market at a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts.
9: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
0: Rolling. Middays with Gerard Garrett. What What? This is
5: so awesome.
0: On Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Welcome back, everyone. We're in the Element Well Studios. That would be the great cream bumping us into this segment. Featuring, of course, legendary guitarist Eric Clapton. That's a pretty good tune there. So, yeah, uh, not going well on the inflation front, on the economic front. The Dow down <laughs> now 193. So we thought maybe yesterday was Capitulation Day. On the markets? Don't think so. Think there's more downside? I just wonder, how's this affecting folks? What's happening out there and just everyday American lives? We got some sound here to share with you. This is from uh, a person in New York City.
10: Got some apples it looks like in there. Some yeah. And cereal. cereal. Cynthia Burgess showed us the free groceries in her trunk, giving her reason to smile amid the latest dim economic news. They keep raising the rent. All prices are going up except our paychecks. Today, the Labor Department reported inflation has surged yet again to a new 40-year high. 8.6% in May, a jump from 8.3% in April, driven by higher prices for housing, food, and gas. Nearly everything costs more for everyone across the country, but especially for people like Burgess on a fixed income. She and others picked up
11: free food at
10: this Catholic Charities event in the Bronx.
11: It means a whole lot. Yes, Lord, it does. Milk, cheese, like eggs, everything is expensive
1: nowadays. I think that pretty much sums it up. Pretty much sums it up. Right? Uh, Gas up. What, uh, 60% or so in a year? I think... I saw eggs up. I couldn't believe this—like a hundred and eighty percent, something insane like that. Is that right? Something is that? Oh yeah. In I the mean, range? just from
2: personal experience, I don't generally go through a whole ton of eggs, so I used to buy the little six pack. Yeah. Because it was seventy-nine cents for a six pack of eggs. It's yeah. A pretty good deal. Yeah. That same six pack now is going to cost you a buck fifty to two dollars, depending on what day it is.
1: It's incredible.
2: That's when I get the twelve pack because you can usually get a twelve pack for about yeah. around two dollars if you get a good day.
1: So, meet up 18 percent. Uh, another interesting stat that I came across as well is automobiles. Who the heck's buying new cars? So the the average price of a used vehicle presently in this country twenty eight thousand bucks, forty seven k for a new vehicle. And you ride by the lots, there are no cars on the lots. And in fact, the industry reports that right now they have 850,000 total vehicles, new vehicles, on the lots in this country for sale. This time last year, a million. Two years ago, two million. So more than double two years ago, what we have today. And of course... You factor in as well, the cost of financing is up. Cost of interest, the interest costs are up. Mortgage rates are up. Mortgages plunge to a 20, new applications to a 22-year low. And this morning, the producer price index, which is a measurement, a gauge of the cost of inputs to the production process, it came in in line with expectations That, honestly, was kind of good news. No bad news equal good news now. So month over month, 0.8%. Year over year, 10.8%. So this is a harbinger. This foretells a future retail inflation. What it means is we ain't out of the woods on inflation. Now, last week, the president said, you remember, was it last week or week before, he met with Fed Chair Jerome Powell, had him into the Oval Office, had a cordial little conversation you know in front of the fire there the fireplace no fire <laughs> no fire was blazing but they talked and Joe came out and he told the country yeah this inflation thing is real but it's on the fed we're going to rely on them and all he was trying all he was trying to do honestly was draw a contrast between him and as he refers to president trump my predecessor <laughs> He was just trying to say, because you remember Trump when they raised rates sort of without cause. Remember that happened, and Trump said, "Hey, what the heck? Inflation is not a problem. Unemployment's not a problem. That those are usually the uh, the, the inputs, the triggers, the catalysts for adjusting rates up or down."
2: Speaking of his predecessor, isn't it Donald Trump's birthday today?
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, June Fourteenth, nineteen forty-six. Okay. Wow. He's 76 today? That's correct. Does that work out? Okay. So anyhow, the president says, it's on on Jerome Powell. We're relying on the Fed. I'm not going to intervene. And yeah, the Fed has a couple of tools. One is interest rates. The Fed funds rate can increase or decrease. And that is designed to uh, influence demand. The higher the cost is of financing uh, lower, the lower typically is demand. And then the other thing they have is their balance sheet where they can go either remove or inject cash into the economy by buying bonds from banks' balance sheets and so forth. It's called quantitative easing, and then there's quantitative t- tightening when the opposite occurs. We've been through a period of that for years, quantitative easing, easy money, et cetera. Anyhow, here's the thing, though. I think inflation is being largely driven by the price of oil, okay? And the Fed doesn't have any tools to influence the oil markets. Only only policy, I believe, that comes from our government can truly move the needle there and influence policy. But as long as Joe Biden and the Democrats genuflect, if you will, at the altar of climate change, we ain't getting any change in those policies. In fact, I think secretly they're in the West Wing high-fiving at $5 gas. Oh, look at this. They're going to go rush out and buy them EVs now. They're going to turn those thermostats down. Now there are reports of people literally running out of gas. It's not like the old days when I first started driving, you had the old analog gauges for your gas tank, which were incredibly imprecise, and the needle would kind of do this. You did, what does that mean? Is it empty? Is it full? <laughs> so I was waving my hand for those of you that aren't watching. You, you that are old enough, remember those. It's like your old speedometer. How fast am I going? It's, it's like moving in 10-mile-per-hour increments back and forth. It's just uh, old technology. All right, but now you know when you're about, like, you got all kinds of warnings. Even vehicles made within the last 20 years will do that for you. So what this tells me is that people are, they're economizing, and they're measuring their dollars. Maybe they just don't have it. And they're thinking, man, I hope I can get there. And any sort of snag in their route could cause a problem. And that's what we're witnessing in this country right now. Unprecedented. Um, But there's no interest, no inclination on the part of this present administration to relax regulations, to do anything that would induce production. He did go to the airwaves last week and say, get to drilling, Exxon. Oh, we're not going to give you any, (laughs) any permits to do so uh and and we're by the way, get to drill and go spend a bunch of money short term, of course, until we get through the election because then I'm killing your industry. So unless the rhetoric changes and that's backed up with some just some signal, if today he said, let's reopen the XL pipeline, let's reopen and get going on Anwar in uh, Alaska. I'm telling you the market would respond. The price of gas, I think, futures, which is what uh, determines a lot of that and drives that, would, would decline because we'd have a supply. The only way we're going to get the price down is with increased supply. You could say, well, a decrease in demand, of course, dried less, but we're getting, I think, to the point where once once we get through this, this sort of bound and determined to take my vacation season – which requires, for a lot of people, driving. I think we're about to get over with that. The Northeast, of course, their schedule is a little different than ours here because they don't get out of school until the end of May and end of June. Maybe a little different there. But until we see a combination of increased supply and decreased demand, primarily increased supply, there's not going to be any relief on the inflation front. I don't care what the hell the Fed does. That's my thoughts on it. It's time for a break here on middays. We're in the Element Well Studios. Again, Lacey Conway, house parent with a Palmer Home for Children at 11:05, and old Miss Law professor Christopher Green at 12:05. We're going to talk about uh, the Supreme Court's decision-making process. Stay with us) <music>
7: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 96. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 74. The Wednesday, a slight chance of rain. Sunny skies, high near 95. And a look to Thursday, a slight chance of showers. Mostly sunny, high near 94. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871.
12: This hour of midday's with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland for personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy. They help you get your life back.
3: This is Joe Rooks for do-it-yourselfers or seasoned pros. Revelace is the place to
13: go. This is Smokey Williamson. If it has to do with keys, Revelace Hardware can help. We cut house and office keys. We can rekey locks in the store. And in some stores, we can even key-alike padlocks. At Revel Ace, we program automobile keys and fobs for most makes and models for much less than the dealer. There's a Revel Ace hardware near you. Come see us.
8: Learn more at RevelHardware.com.
16: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The
17: statistics are astounding. You know, we've read about the crime wave that's happening in Jackson specifically in the last year and a half or so. Jackson was the per capita leader in homicides for any major metro area in the entire country last year. Homicides are still up this year. It's a tragedy reading about these.
16: In a recent crime cost report, state auditor Shad White found that the typical homicide costs taxpayers anywhere from nine hundred thousand
17: to million dollars in 2021 if you wanted to try to summarize the cost to the taxpayers of just the homicides that happened in jackson mississippi you're talking about a number up around 180 million dollars he says the bottom line is more police equals fewer homicides if you hire another 100 additional police officers and put them on the street that according to research equates to between six and ten prevented homicides per year
15: Swing in to sponsoring the Sanderson Farm Championship, Mississippi's largest professional sporting event, September 26th through October 2nd. Entertain your clients or prospects, reward your employees. Ball from a skybox on the 18th green. Got to hurry. These affordable Sanderson Farm Championship packages are available through June 15th. Visit Sponsorsfc.com today to learn more. That's Sponsorsfc.com.
0: Welcome to summertime in Mississippi.
18: It's hot out here. It's so hot out here.
15: As we always say, welcome to the state with the purest form of humidity. The hottest talk all summer long.
0: Heat's on, baby. Heat's on. Super Talk Mississippi. Available on the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm.
1: That's the great CCR, down on the corner.
3: corner.
1: So, we're just talking about uh, the high price of everything. I still say that unless we see the price of fuel, energy, moderate, honestly, start to come down. This inflation thing ain't going away. Most economists now just read a report while we were on the break are predicting a 75 basis point hike, 3 quarters of a percent. Tomorrow we'll we'll hear from the Fed on that. I, I honestly I do think the market may celebrate that, may react positively and say, "Hey, these guys maybe they're finally serious. They're acknowledging this inflation thing because All the downturn in the market we've seen, the scorching over the last few days, it's a direct result of fears over inflation, because they're worried about how that cuts into earnings. I know this comes as a shock to the lefties out there, but profits really are the mother's milk of stocks and value creation? Without that, no society. Now, Bernie Sanders, I didn't get a chance to tune into the whole deal, but Brett Baer over at Fox News on the, uh, what's their deal called? Not the normal network. It was the Fox Nation, I think. Anyhow, he moderated a debate between the self avowed socialist, Bunny, and Senator Lindsey Graham. And you know, Lindsey's one of those guys that. Sometimes I'm in there with him, and sometimes I'm not. He's he's a little unpredictable. On fiscal and economic policy, he's fairly good, I would argue. Anyhow, Bernie says the thing we need to do right now is just transition totally to renewable energy and create massive new union jobs, and that Joe Biden, he literally said this, needs to call the CEOs of all the oil companies the Oval office. And have a chat with him. Now I'm paraphrasing a bit, but you get the idea. He want literally, he did say though, call him to the Oval Office, to the White House. Just
2: put them all in. And, and do what exactly?
1: Well, well, what are you guys doing? You're 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 turning a profit. You can't do that. I mean, seriously. Because this is a guy that doesn't want any profit in health care. He doesn't want any profit in energy. And when you add those two up, I mean, they only account for, oh, I don't know, about 20-25% of the total economy. But make no mistake, he don't want that, he don't want any profit-making anywhere. He wants him to be the ruler of the means and amount of production of goods and services, i.e. socialism, central planning. That's what he believes. I know better how to run this $19 trillion economy than you silly market people do. You market of buyers and sellers, you don't know what you're doing. I alone will dictate what you will buy, how much you will buy, and the price you will pay for it. That's it in a nutshell. Seriously. That's what he believes.
2: You'll own nothing and you'll be happy.
1: (laughs) That's pretty much it. I can't help but... Call to our attention again his comment, remember, about there are too many choices. (laughs) Remember that garbage? Too many choices. And he was referring to, like, shaving cream or something, you know, something that, uh, some commodity, just old-school commodity. So just to show you folks how dang hypocritical and how ideological and how just politically just dirty, these people are. Chuck Schumer. I'm going to read it to you, and then you'll be able to figure out the date. But this is August 29th, 2018. It's a tweet, officially, from Chuck Schumer. You know who he is. He's the Senate Majority Leader over there in the U.S. Senate. He says, quote, No amount of at-real Donald Trump tweets can change the fact that that real wages are declining, while cost of living, especially gas prices and health care costs, thanks in large part to the GOP and the Trump admin, are continuing to climb, and families are struggling to choose which basic necessities to pay for. August 29, 2018. So, the fact is, and again, we deal with facts, during Donald Trump's four years, Real wages increased. That's just fact. Household income, HHI, as measured by the federal government, went up about six grand. Just for perspective, under the eight years of Barack Obama, $1,000. Eight years. Real wages increased. Not only increased, What real wages are defined as the difference between the increase in your household income and the increase in your expenses. Or it could be a decrease in expenses, either way, just the adjustment between those two figures. That is how real wages are defined. fact is, we had household incomes rising with inflation in check, 2%. So these guys can just say this crap, they don't know what the heck they're talking about, they're economically challenged... And it's no different than Joe Biden, who's trying to hang all this on ExxonMobil. And I'm not defending ExxonMobil here, but we shared this yesterday. The year in which they made the most profit in their history was 2012. They made $45 billion. This year, these record pro- profits that they're all bent out of shape about are about half that at $23 billion. Yet think about the price of gas. It was three thirty back then. Even Thomas and Greenwood sent us a photo of an abandoned gas station yesterday in Itabena, which still had the signage up. What was it, three hundred thirty three, I think? Maybe it's two thousand eight. I said twelve, but nonetheless. Okay, so today's five bucks. So how come there's this imbalance between the price of gas, which you would expect based on what Joe Biden is saying, well, they're making these record profits. That's why the price of gas is so high. Yet, their record profit was made 14 years ago in the history of the company. And the price of gas was a buck fifty less, buck seventy. Done that up. Just tell the damn truth. Quit deflecting. Quit pointing fingers. Pay no attention to. The myriad of executive orders the guy signed day one saying climate change, climate change, climate change. Everything you do has got to be about climate change. Well, hell, when the oil companies hear that, they say, we're hunkering down. We're going to go do something else. We can't make any money selling oil and gas. We can for a little while. But why make an investment in something that requires 8, 10 years to get your money back on if in 8, 10 years you can't even sell what the investment produces, because the government's shutting it down, that is—it's derelict of duty. It truly is. And the White House, of course, is seems to be indifferent to the plight of Americans. Uh, Karine Jean-Pierre, White House press secretary, she gets questioned about it in the press briefings, and she just—not dis- only does she dismiss it, it's so. It's painful to watch her just read. It really is. It's as painful as Joe stumbling over his teleprompter to watch her have zero idea what she's talking about and just read these these provided talking points from the White House lefty wonks in the West Wing. Here, go say this and tell them that and get over it. But here's what she said when asked a question about those concerned about their 401Ks.
9: Hey, so as you say that Americans are well-positioned to weather this stock market decline, what is the president's message to somebody who might want to retire, but their
14: 401k is getting wiped out?
10: So we know, we know that the, that high prices are having a real effect on people's lives. We get that. And we are incredibly focused on doing everything that we can to make sure that it, the economy is working for every American people. But we are coming out of the strongest job market in, in American history. And that matters. And that, a lot of that is thanks to the American Rescue Plan, which only Democrats uh, voted for that. Republicans did not. And it led to uh, this, this economic boom, this historic economic boom that that we're seeing
1: Even with jobs, huh? <laughs> Folks, if you're not watching, Rhino's rolling his eyes. They're all the way back in his head on that one. And can you believe that crap? They just dish that out here. Take that historic economic boom. Who would say that? Yeah, I'm enjoying this historic economic boom. Who do you think on the streets? That lady that we. Uh, We shared the video from earlier in the program who said, yeah, thank God for Catholic charities. They're giving me free food. Otherwise, I'm not sure what I'd do. Who thinks it's a ma'am? Do you think we're experiencing an economic boom as you load your car up with a free food because you can't afford it? I doubt it. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, I just doubt you say, yeah, economic boom. We'll step aside here from the Element Well Studios. Lots of texts. We'll get to them when we come back. we got Lacey Conway, a house parent at Palmer Home for Children at 11.05, and Chris Green, a law professor at Ole Miss at 12.05. We'll be right back.
12: This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Glutstadt, just south of Germantown High. Callaways has an outstanding selection of your favorite trees, shrubs, color plants, bagged and bulk soils, everything for your outdoor living. Callaways has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaways has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaways has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for indoors and outdoors? Bring your truck or trailer. Callaways has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery Callaway's landscape designers clinton Strader and corey castle can design and install your landscape visit Callaway's in gluttstadt on calhoun station parkway south of germantown high Callaway's is, is everything for home and
11: garden. That's what is. guys have viagra and cialis let you down it can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you
13: This is the opening agri-market report. The open of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was down 207 to 120.74. March cotton was down 216 to 116.05. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, July soybeans were up two and a quarter to 1709 and a half per bushel. August soybeans were up one and a quarter to 1629 per bushel. July corn was down eight cents to 761 and a quarter per bushel. September corn was down two cents to 728 and three quarters per bushel. At the mercantile, August live cattle was up two cents to 133.90. October live cattle was up two cents to 139.95. August feeders up seven cents to seven to 140. September feeders down 20 to 173.40. And at the open, the Dow Jones down 45 points, 30,471. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri News Network.
10: Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet.
0: Overlook Farms.
19: Hello, sir. Do you have a minute to chat about the beef jerky of the month?
10: A
0: minute? (laughs) I've got hours. What? Because Ingenia Herbicide from BASF has the lowest use rate, I covered more soybean acres more efficiently.
19: If now's not a good time...
0: Thanks to Ingenia Herbicide, I've got plenty of time. What flavors you got?
19: Oh, we've got barbecue, jalapeno...
0: Ingenia Herbicide is a US EPA-restricted-use pesticide. Every application of Ingenia Herbicide requires the use of a pH-buffering adjuvant. Additional state restrictions may apply. Always read and follow label directions.
15: To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Come on. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back.
0: On Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. <laughs>
1: Welcome back, everyone. Super Top Mississippi in the Element Well studios. So, we were just talking about the White House press secretary, and she was also asked a question about whether or not the American Rescue Plan, first of all, she credited it for the booming economy and how it had, had uh, really just improved economic conditions for Americans in their households. And when asked about whether or not that plan also contributed to inflation. She said no. No. Nope. And she didn't even have to think about it. There were some other situations that she did have to think about <laughs> that uh, Rhino and I were just talking about off the air. She was asked a question, and, and I just mentioned a minute ago how she just was focused on reading and flipping through that notebook. Listen to this from yesterday, I think.
8: So I have two questions on baby formula. So first, um, what is the White House, what is the latest update the White House has received on the current formula situation across the country? Yeah, let me see if I have anything new for you on that. Um, I think it's been a
10: couple of days since we have asked to ask that question. Okay. I don't have anything new. I know we made some announcements last week. Uh, I don't. I just don't have them in front of me.
1: Unbelievable. Meaning, this really isn't an important issue. That's what that means. I mean, of the issues that our Americans are grappling with right now, it's got to be in the top three. It's, it's in terms of concerns in this country. You can't feed your babies. I mean... Economic issues, gas, inflation, and I would say the baby formula. I mean, to people who are parents of babies trying to feed their kids, you hear all the stories. I mean, it's it's heartbreaking. Some of the stories, obviously, crime, the border, all those to me rank top three, four, five. Not to this administration tone deaf on the Spire text line when the market goes down where does the money actually go dumb question okay so you you buy cash an asset at a price and then when it when it goes down uh, that's generally because you're selling and you' you're losing money but uh, if you don't and you don't sell and you hold the asset uh, the, the price that it is being bid for or asked for in the market, determines the the actual price of the asset of the stock and so it's a it's a paper loss essentially somebody's eating it yeah you you are on paper think of it like a like a grocery Mm -hmm. store and they get a whole bunch
2: of one item in because they accidentally put an extra zero instead of getting a hundred of the item that cost ten bucks they got a thousand of them yeah well now they got to get rid of them and they're not flying off the shelves so they start marking them down, and they mark them down, put and them mark on them down, and you put them on sale, and put them on clearance, and you've got to get rid of them. And eventually, you, you you start taking a loss. Eventually, and that loss is you eating the valuation.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's the difference between a a, a realized loss, if you will, which is just well the price went down in my portfolio, and and thus the value. Of my account went down. The price of a particular asset went down in terms of the market price. Then you, it's recognized as that loss when you liquidate it when you sell. Correct. So it's a difference between realized. So and that's a kind of an important <clears throat> excuse me point because remember it's the Biden administration that wants to tax. unrealized gains, meaning not recognized. So if on paper the opposite occurs and the price of a stock goes up and you have a gain in your account, an increase in the value of your account, that's the way you would measure that on paper when you get your statement, but you haven't sold it, so you don't have any cash, you don't have that cash uh, to reflect the gain, the Biden administration wants you to still pay taxes on it. You know what that would happen? You'd have to go sell it to get the cash to pay the taxes. Essentially, which would influence
2: the price negatively, and yeah,
1: right. It's it's wealth confiscation. Uh, um, we've talked about that before. It's just a stupid, dumb communist idea, to be honest with you. And people may say, Gerard, you're being extreme. You're calling it communism. Well, you're confiscating wealth assets. You haven't realized any income, but you're still having to pay taxes in that respect. So I, yeah, it's why I describe it that way. It's, you know, it is a, a favorite of Liz Warren and Bernie Sanders, who, by the way, have an idea for Social Security. We'll get to that later on in the program. Darren Jackson says. A lot of people wrote WorldCom down to a penny. They sure did, Larry. I know a lot of them. One of them sitting right here in this chair. <laughs> we'll take a break right here when we come back. Lacey Conway, house parent of the Palmer Home for Children. We'll get an idea of what they're doing up there at the Palmer Home this summer. Stay with us.
0: You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Barone's Tree Pros.
20: 601-345-8090. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. President Biden's in Philadelphia at the AFL-CIO Labor Union Convention.
21: Playing a strong foundation for the future of this country is about more than having strong roads and bridges. It's about making sure... That here in America, folks who
20: work hard can live their lives with dignity and respect. And the White House has announced his first trip to the Middle East in office next month to Israel, the West Bank, and Saudi Arabia. The House is expected to vote today on a Supreme Court security bill. Supreme Court justices are guarded by the U.S. Marshals. Last month, the Senate voted unanimously to give more protections not only to justices, but members of their families. Not even a week ago, a man threatened to kill Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Fox's David Spunt. Yellowstone Park is closed for the first time since 1988 because of heavy flooding and washed out roads. America's listening to Fox News.
8: I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. We've got hand-washing stations with soap, paper towels, and water. And we've also got hand sanitizers to rent or sell. Please give us a call,
22: 601-879-3969.
7: Does your driveway need a little spring because your tired vehicle has sprained its sprung? Well, then you need to bring your brung to Pinnacle Motors. Steve Owen and the friendly staff at Pinnacle Motors can up your game and get your ride back to where it should be. If they don't have it, they'll work for you in finding the best pre-owned car, truck, and SUV that's been inspected and has a warranty. They're also still buying consigning trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon. And online at LLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors.
15: Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to EatBasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. <laughs>
16: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Dangerous heat stress conditions are in play again today with high temperatures in the mid to upper 90s, producing heat index values of 105 to 110 degrees in northeast Mississippi and near 105 in the rest of the state. Be sure you're drinking plenty of water and taking frequent breaks if you're working outside. Jim Pollard with AMR told us young children are especially susceptible.
15: A car can become uh, dangerously hot for children or adults in pretty quick order. Uh, Twenty minutes or so, the temperature can practically double inside. Remember now, little kids tend to absorb heat about five times faster than adults, and they also tend to retain the heat uh, more than adults do.
16: Never leave children or pets in hot cars if you do see a child in danger. Call 911 immediately.
4: I think the teacher's asleep. Looks like he's dreaming. Man,
7: I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. I I think he's having a nightmare.
4: No, is just part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes closed. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Hello,
14: I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe.
16: Despite 40-year high inflation and record gas prices, state revenues are up more than a billion over initial fiscal year estimates State Auditor Shad White believes an infusion of federal money is driving the numbers.
17: The Fed has printed a lot of money through what they call quantitative easing. So right. that's, a, that's a ton of money being pushed out into the system through monetary policy. And then, then of course, Congress is spending unprecedented amounts of money or at least it did through the pandemic
16: he says all that money creates a temptation to steal and when the flow starts to go down it makes it easier to uncover fraud
17: it goes unnoticed because the budgets of a state or local economy are really high mm-hmm. so nobody's paid attention to the fact that they're missing a hundred thousand dollars if the budget craters people start asking hard questions about where all the money's gone and, and so that's that's part of my concern as state auditor
16: in a recent financial Times poll the bulk of economists say they expect a recession to be declared in the first half of 2023.
15: Here with a special invitation to join us weekday mornings 6 09. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Get ready get ready to go beyond the headlines
0: and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. Hello. 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 You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. here on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super top Mississippi from the Element Well Studios. Joining us now, Lacey Conway, house parent at the Palmer Home for Children. Morning, Lacey. Thanks for joining us.
18: Good morning. Thank you for having me.
1: Looks like you're outside, and I can uh, I can hear the birds uh, <laughs> chirping in the background. Looks like a great setting. Wanted to uh, have you on the program and. First, tell us about exactly what a house parent is in the Palmer Home for Children, uh, what that entails.
18: Um, We are full-time parents to anywhere from six to eight additional children other than our biological children. We live in a home together. We cook dinners. We do all the things regular families do. We just have a lot more kids to do it with.
1: I got you. So how's it going this summer?
18: It's going good. It's been busy. We've already had kids at camps and vacation Bible school and um, lots lots of different things sports practices, all the things that everybody's kids do.
1: Yeah. so the house parents get involved and, and obviously play the role of uh, traditional parents. you you get them to camps and practices and all the other sorts of activities that are they're typical for kids when they're enjoying the summer.
18: It's a little busier because when you go shopping for camp, you have to shop for six kids instead of just three. Um, And making sure you've got enough people to get um, everybody where they need to go with two uh, parents and six to eight kids, it can get a little hairy. It requires a lot of um, coordination.
1: So along those lines, do any of the kids drive? Are they of driving age?
18: Um, Not at my house. There are some on campus that drive that have their own vehicles, and that makes life a lot easier. The oldest in our house is 15. She has her permit, Okay, Um, but we're not driving yet.
1: What about just interacting with the other houses, the other parents, the other families, kids and kids, and so forth? How how does that work out?
18: Um, The kids get along really well with the other kids on campus. A lot of times we'll hang out at... The playground together, since it's so hot, we've got a brand-new gym on campus that we can use that's air-conditioned so the kids can go and play basketball together. Um, We sometimes will have cookouts. We're planning something for Fourth of July where the kids can all get together and hang out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so what, uh, Lacey, what inspired you to become a house parent?
18: My husband and I were in full-time ministry, and we were looking we're living in Oklahoma we were looking to move closer this way to be closer to family and Farmer Home came across our radar and after praying about it we decided that it would be something we wanted to try.
1: Yeah and how long you been doing it?
18: Well four years this week actually four years this week we really enjoy it we love working with the kids Um, we've had kids ranging in age from um, I think the youngest was 11 months, and the oldest is 18 years that we've had at our house. So girls, boys, we've we've had a little bit of everybody.
1: Yeah. What's the progression? They 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 stay in your house. Uh, they're on campus, right? Is where um, you provide your house parenting duties. What's the progression from them for them, the kids?
18: There are six what we call cottages. They're large houses because. You know, we've got anywhere from 10 to 12 people at a time. So it's a pretty large house. Um, six here on our campus that are houses that are close together. Um, the goal is either reunification. That's that's our number one goal. If we yeah. can make it happen, if it's a safe situation to get kids back with their families. If not, then we're looking for foster families. Our goal is 18 to 24 months to have them in a stable environment. sometimes. It takes a little bit longer than that, but that's the goal. If that doesn't happen, once they turn 18 or graduate from high school, we have a transition program that helps them to transition into college or into the career and workforce, just like you would with any 18-year-old. Sometimes yeah. they're not just ready to be on their own, and they just need a little bit of help, a little, um, a little backup to walk them through that process.
1: Do you have any personal success stories along those lines you want to share with us?
8: We've had
18: lots of kids that I would consider success stories, kids that have graduated high school. Things that make me so proud is watching a child um, save up their money and be able to buy their own car. Wow. I mean, there's not a lot of 17, 18-year-olds that can save up their money and pay cash for a vehicle. They own it. It's theirs. Um, to walk them through the process of getting insurance, of getting a car tag, when um, – Nobody in their life has shown them how to do that, right. um, to watch them get a job, to watch them uh, join the military, to, to do those things. We've seen kids that came in from real chaotic backgrounds that once they were in a stable environment where they knew what to expect every day, that their behavior just changes. Their demeanor just changes. They You can just almost see them settling and relaxing.
1: And is it fair to say that that's really kind of the model, the Palmer Home for Children model? It's just to provide uh, these kids with stability and and, uh, sort of represent a traditional, stable house environment that they can uh, flourish in and not be concerned about all these other distractions that, frankly, young children shouldn't have to be dealing with?
18: Absolutely. We want to allow kids to be kids to let them do the things like basketball and football and baseball and soccer and cheerleading that they might not get to do otherwise, that they can sit down and know that there's going to be food on the table at dinner to know that there's going to be somebody that's going to show up to those games and, and cheer them on. You know, that's important to have somebody on your side to be able to look up in the stands and see somebody that's clapping when you make that goal. Um, So just to to give them that experience, to change the trajectory, because so many times trauma is a generational thing, and to be able to to break that and to help somebody start new traditions for their family.
1: Is it uh, a rewarding experience for you and your husband?
18: It's a very rewarding experience. And, you know, when you see kids be able to go back to their family of origin when you yeah. see parents that have worked hard to do what they need to do so that their kids can come home. To see that reunification and that relationship heal it's wonderful. To see kids make new relationships and to see new families form through foster care and through adoption, um, it's amazing as you watch those kids grow to see how they're doing and to see how their lives change
1: Yeah. do you ever have a situation where uh, at first with a child to which you are serving as a house parent is just despondent and maybe introverted and just afraid and uh, through the experience you see an abrupt turnaround where they can smile and laugh and be happy
18: sometimes not quite the abrupt turnaround, but you see it. Okay. Um, you see kids that you you can just tell that they don't know quite what to do with a calm atmosphere. And I've had kids say, it's too quiet. Wow. Like there's no yelling, there's no screaming, there's no slamming doors. It's too quiet. Um, and it takes them a little bit of time to settle into that, yeah. to realize that it is a safe place, that they can come and talk to us about what's going on, that they don't have to handle everything on their own.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's something we don't think about, but often in those environments, you're right, uh, kids are kind of forced into an adult role way before they should be, and that's not only healthy, but it, it impedes their natural development.
18: It does. There's a lot of research now about trauma, and how early childhood trauma can affect the brain. And when it affects the brain, it affects everything else. It affects how they learn. It affects how they interact with the people around them. It affects how they um, react to situations. And when you can understand that there's some behavior that is not what we would consider normal or um we, and some kids, some people would say, you know, that that's just a bad kid. There are no bad kids. There are kids that have been through trauma, and the behavior is a response to that. And when you can look underneath that and recognize where it's coming from and work at the root of it, then you really see kids um, begin to flourish.
1: Yeah. Uh, briefly, we got just a little bit here. The, the Palmer Hope for Children, special organization, is it not?
18: It's a very special organization. We... We love it. You know, Christ loves us, and He gave everything for us. And He He tells us to take care of those around us that that need help, the widows and the orphans. And that's what Palmer here's Palmer Home is here to do—to take care of those that that need someone to fill that gap.
1: Absolutely. Lacey Conway, house parent, Palmer Home for Children. Uh, Lacey, thank you for what you do. Uh, I know it's a calling, and uh, I know there's lots of other stuff you could do, but uh, you're giving back in a special way uh, to take care and develop our most precious asset, which is our children. Thank you, Lacey. Appreciate it. Thank
18: you.
1: We'll step aside for a break right here on Middays. We'll come back with more talk. And don't forget, we got Ole Miss Law Professor Christopher Green at 1205. We'll be right back.
0: With a single handshake, John Ravenstein buys millions in diamonds and that's the buying power it takes to be Mississippi's direct diamond importer.
20: You see, we sell so many diamonds, the finest diamond cutters from around the world come to us. He's got the
16: million dollar handshake. I'm John. And I'm Rachel Ravenstein. That's why here at Juniker Jewelry, you'll shop from ten times the loose diamonds you'll find in average jewelry stores. Because finding just the right
4: diamond at the right price, the perfect diamond for her is what Juniker Jewelry is all about.
16: Best of all, we guarantee the lowest price in the state. We even have 12 months interest-free financing for qualified buyers. So when you're ready we're ready at
4: mississippi's direct diamond importer and i want to shake your hand and make her the happiest girl in the world juniker jewelry company mississippi's direct diamond
0: importer from anywhere in mississippi we're at 1485 highland colony parkway just south of 463 in madison and junikerjewelry.com
19: What do you really know about Michael Cassidy? He just came to Mississippi from Maryland and only registered to vote here last year. As a Navy Reserve pilot, Cassidy was grounded and put under an investigation. Mississippi doesn't need a carpetbagger. We need a conservative, a conservative like Michael Guest.
6: I'm Michael Guest, and I approve this message because you deserve to know the truth. I have a proven conservative record fighting for you and our Mississippi values.
7: I ask for your vote in the June 28th runoff election.
19: Paid for by friends of Michael Guest.
4: You drive everything we do.
0: Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. now, now onto the real part.
3: Dino Mike!
0: On Super Talk Mississippi.
3: This song we sing feels we will die.
1: us into this segment in the Element Wealth Studios. Midday, Super Talk, Mississippi. All right, lots of texts rolling in about our discussion regarding the economy. The Dow, by the way, down 176.
2: Before we get to that, I just have to point out that the Young Bloods have a band member with the best nickname. What's that? Lowell Levenger. He played the finger cymbals, the yeah. lead guitar. He sang a little bit. He even played a little piano with the Young Bloods. Yeah, His nickname is Banana. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea why, but it's just listed as his nickname.
1: Maybe it's because of the diverse array of instruments Maybe. he was able to play. What did you say? The finger symbols? finger cymbals. Yeah, not a lot of bands <laughs> have finger symbol players <laughs> in them, but whatever knocks you out. They were pretty popular back in the 60s, were the young buds. I was thinking a minute ago about we should play the grassroots, live for today, ah, you know, just dancing around the streets on the hate.
2: Well, the only reason I know that his nickname is, is Banana is because he released a bluegrass album called Grandpa Banana. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. he had a, He had a whole solo career in bluegrass. Ah, I, don't, the, I don't know whether or not he used the finger symbols on his bluegrass album, no.
1: <laughs> From the Youngbloods, 60s rock, uh, sort of uh, social messaging type rock, to that, to bluegrass. As Grandpa Banana. Yeah, jeez, Man, okay. On the C Spire text line, which is 601-879-4395, chicken wings and fresh chicken are up more than 300%. I've had to raise prices at my restaurant twice. Mm. Leslie in Grenada says, This economy reminds me of the song Hank Jr. sang, A Country Boy Can Survive. I don't even know if a country boy can make it through this deal. Oh, yeah. Karen and Ripley, in January I put in what I... Was th- that I was going to retire? Excuse me, at the end of this month. Guess what? Not going to happen. Now, hearing that all over the country, Karen, your story is is uh, becoming more common. And you think about all the people that cashed out on some of their investments, went and b- bought houses, but more importantly, in other assets. But more importantly, said, "I got enough money, I can make it." I just always shook my head on that. You know, how can you be so sure if you just stick your money in cash? at that point and draw down on it, just keep in mind that inflation cuts into that big time. Because your your dollars aren't increasing with inflation. Your your cash stash. And
2: it ain't like the 70s where you just stash a little bit in a CD and make a boatload of money. Yeah, double
1: digits. Can't do that anymore. Big meat, big eggs. We got to take them down, said Curtis and Biloxi. <laughs> big meat. That would be Joe Biden, right? The big, big eggs, people. Oh, gosh. All inflation numbers would come down if the Biden ad man would open up U.S. drilling. That would show an additional competition in the supply. I, I I, agree, and it's it's not that it's not open. It, It's just that they're making it as difficult as possible. But I say again... They campaigned on it. it absolutely. Said, so I'm going to shut it down. Said it pollutes. It... Um, not sure if I sent a video on that, but that was during the cam during oh, yeah. the campaign. You got that? Play that. That was during the uh, a debate. I think the last debate Trump and Biden had. Here we go.
21: Well, would you close we down the? By the other way, industry? I would transition from the oil industry. Yes. Oh, that's transition. a big statement. That is a big statement. That's a because big statement. I would stop. Why would you do that? Because the oil industry pollutes significantly. Oh, I see. And here's the deal. But that's can't a big do statement. That. Well, if you let me finish the statement, because it has to be replaced by renewable energy.
1: He doesn't have a dang clue what he's talking about. And it's okay. So the nuance is I think most rational people, I include, I'm okay with exploring other forms of energy, renewable energy. But. In its time, what what the old commercial used to say, we will sell no wine before it's time, right? You're too young to remember yeah, that Yeah, I don't one. remember but, that one. Um, and I can't remember the guy, the big guy. Was it Brewer-Lives? I don't know. One of those guys that was a spokesperson. Look it up. We will sell no wine before it's time. Very I don't know. Orson Welles was Orson, all about selling uh, yeah, some alcohol. that's beverage. him. That's him. He looks like Burl. lives I, I don't know why I got those confused. But that's who it was. And that look, that was a quote that... It became legendary, honestly, as, as a, um, a just a statement about being patient and the virtue of patience. Same thing here. It's not that there's a problem with the use of alternative fuels and energy sources. It's just it ain't ready now. But he wants it to be like, stop right now using your cars. And the
2: greenest available energy at the moment is shunned. That's Nuclear. true. clear.
1: We can't even enter into the conversation, it seems. It's you want to just, talk about green energy. Oh, exactly. And especially we reported, and, you know, after we reported that, Rhino, about this breakthroughs on nuclear fusion as opposed to fission, which has been around for a while, I came across half a dozen other articles that were talking about that. So it's, it just means that, okay, this is, and, and I had, had referenced an MIT report um, but it, it's
2: slowly jumping from the realm of academia, where it's being studied in a purely academic sense, to commercial enterprises are going, hey,
12: if we could crack this nut, we could make
2: a
1: killing. No question about it. Um, and and solve, let's face it, you talk about energy independence, that's how you achieve it. I've said it before, I'll say it again.
2: If you have quantum computing and nuclear fusion power, you can make the Jetsons look like the Flintstones. I
1: agree. And, you know, the interesting intersectionality of those two disciplines, quantum computing could play an important role in cracking the code on nuclear fusion Mm -hmm. and so many other problems. But, no, we're too worried about freaking pronouns. I mean, seriously. Our pronouns. (laughs) Good grief. I got something to share. Don't let me get out of here today without getting to this, Rhino, about Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac; those are two government—they call GSEs—government-sponsored uh, entities, enterprise, excuse me—that uh, have gone totally woke at the instructions of the Biden administration to achieve equity in housing. It'll make you blood boil because the taxpayers are on the hook for this, and I'm going to talk about that later. But I'm going to get to some more text first. Uh, as a farmer, who is a farmer? His fuel bill. I'm not sure I'm following this, but anyhow, fuel bill for May was 124 thousand dollars for May. That's Alan Batesful reports that 124 thousand. Uh, that sounds incredibly high to me. Uh, the question would be, Al, what what was it say a year ago? I think that would give us a perspective if you can find that out. Appreciate it though, but that sounds ridiculously high. Yeah, factory fires, Jerry and Waynesboro. I don't know if it's coincidence. I, I'm i not buying into the conspiracy theory on that, but Jerry did send. There's a food processing plant west of Wapaka County in Wisconsin. Not really sure. Yeah, Biden just said in his little union speech that uh, when unions go on strike, the country shuts down. If investment bankers go on strike, nothing would happen Oh, my gosh. How's he going to feel when all the investment bankers pull out all their investments? Well, yeah, more importantly, it's investment bankers that connect dollars looking to invest with companies who need dollars to expand, to hire, to create their goods and services. It's just a complete lack of understanding of the role of investors and investment bankers uh, he just doesn't understand. It. Zero. Uh, d- zero appreciation for it. Spent a lot of time on Wall Street. I've talked about that. Raising money for our acquisition strategy, our growth strategy. And gosh, I got first-hand look at all that. Very blessed in that respect. And I can just tell you, without people willing to part with their money to take risk, sometimes enormous risk, where they lose it all they understand that and in fact you got to sign all kinds of documents that says i understand i may lose everything here we're not talking about going to the stock market and buying apple or microsoft which is fairly low risk it's not really a great uh, hasn't done great lately because the entire market's down but overall through the years you're in pretty good shape we're talking about just investing in literally an idea in air and guess what? You expect a tidy return when you take that kind of risk. That's how it works, Joe. Risk rewards, called capitalism. Have a damn clue. Man. We'll step aside. I'm going to get to the Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac equity programs when we come back. Stay with us.
7: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 96. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 74. Your Wednesday, a slight chance of rain. Sunny skies, high near 95. And a look to Thursday, a slight chance of showers. Mostly sunny, high near 94. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service. Your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon.
8: This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated, located in Gluckstadt, just south of Germantown High. Callaway's has an outstanding selection of all your favorite trees, shrubs, color plants, and bagged in bulk soils. Everything for your outdoor living. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for indoors and outdoors? Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown
22: High.
5: Everything for home is good. thats what is.
15: Yeah. Mm listen up. Ag Up Equipment can help you prep your land to bag your buck. With the Predator Tractor Package, you can prep your land with a new John Deere 3025E, plus a loader, rotary cutter, disc, and trailer for only $355 per month with 0% financing. Give yourself the advantage and prep for that trophy with help from Ag Up Equipment. Visit us in store or online at agup.com. Offer ends 731 2022. Payment based on 20% down. Some exclusions apply. See data for details. Your
0: window 10 headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to
4: protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by Trust Care, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit trustcarehealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster.
16: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Dangerous heat stress conditions are in play again today, with high temperatures in the mid to upper 90s producing heat index values of 105 to 110 degrees in northeast Mississippi and near 105 in the rest of the state. Be sure you're drinking plenty of water and taking frequent breaks if you're working outside. Jim Pollard with AMR told us young children are especially susceptible.
15: A car can become uh, dangerously hot for children or adults in pretty quick order. Uh, Twenty minutes or so, the temperature can practically double inside. And remember now, little kids tend to absorb heat about five times faster than adults, and they also tend to retain the heat uh, more than adults
6: do.
16: Never leave children or pets in hot cars. If you do see a child in danger, call 911 immediately.
15: Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back. Ratchet Entertainment presents Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Saturday, July 9th, with JJ Gray and Mofro. Big head Todd and the Monsters. Broken Plus Jay and the Causeways. Tickets are on sale now at TwilightMS.com. That's TwilightMS.com. Brought to you in part by Southern Beverage. Renaissance. Richland First. And Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group.
0: Bring it on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on, on Super Talk, Mississippi.
1: And that would be ace. How long has this been going on? Welcome back to the Element Well Studios. We thank you so much for joining us today. Nobody would be rescuing if they hadn't sunk the damn boat, says Tom in Carthage. Oh, gosh. Well, we can all rest easy tonight knowing that the White House is focused on the current inflation issue. That from Reese and Clarksdale in response to... Karine Jean Pierre tell us, yeah, the, the president's really worried about this. It's top focus. Then he goes off to the AFL CIO meeting today, and he's just pandering like crazy to them. It's just ridiculous. Oh gosh! And in fact, if someone says something to us about that on the ceasefire text line, Tim from Tupelo, economic boom. What I got to get more duct tape to keep my head from exploding. Calm down, Tom. The cavalry is coming. We're going to take care of it. We're in an economic boom, all right. It's completely blowing up and becoming more destroyed every day, says Brian in Madison. Incredible. I wish every radio station would play when Biden told Trump that any president with 200,000 COVID deaths on his watch should resign his position as president. He's got a million or more on on his, so he needs to take his own advice and get the hell out. It's absolutely true. That's Mark on the Coast. It, it is uh, t- terribly hypocritical because he made that the number one issue, and it, we played the tape here when he said, when he was asked a question on the campaign trail, candidate Joe Biden... Would you shut down the economy to arrest COVID, essentially, get it under control? He says, no, I'm going to shut down the virus. Remember that published 45-page plan on how he was going to achieve that? None of which, actually, he did, and none of which would have done anything anyhow.
2: And then the main harping point they put to is you need to get vaccinated, except the now sitting vice president,
1: during a vice presidential debate, said you didn't trust it because it was developed under Trump. It was terrible. Totally agree. Such conflicting messaging, all in the name of their own. It's almost like they're talking out of both sides
12: of their
2: mouth
1: (laughs) all the time. (laughs) Oh, say it ain't so. Carl says, I was planning on retiring in October, but I have lost almost 30% of my 401K. I'm sick of my stomach Work all these years and invested just to have it basically stolen from me. That's what it feels like anyway. I hear you, Carl, and um, I'm afraid that's a, a common story across the country. No doubt about it. You check yours, folks, if you've got a 401k or a, a, any sort of investment portfolio, it ain't pretty. A lot of value destroying. No doubt about it. Imagine that on real estate. This is on the ceasefire Tax Line, and I believe this is uh, related to our discussion about their losses. Push, yeah, Well, their push to tax unrealized gains. Yeah. They never really gave a plan on how, they would, how you would be rewarded or, or compensated, I should say, not rewarded, compensated appropriately for unrealized losses, like a lot of us are experiencing right now. Oh, you're kind of on your own on that. But, but see, it all starts with this assumption that all corporations and all companies and all businesses, it doesn't really matter what their size, they start with this assumption. They're just automatically profitable. Just show up, hang a shingle, and start printing money. And you do so because you're exploiting your, your workers. You're doing it on the backs of the hard-working workers. And I'm not discounting them whatsoever. But it gives no credit no recognition of whoever came up with the idea, who took the risk to start with. It takes two to tango. There,
2: you need every little gear in the watch for it to tell time, but you got to have somebody that knows how to put the thing together for it to even be a watch.
1: Very true, and is willing to go out on a limb and say if this do, if things if this thing doesn't work out, those folks that work for me, of course, they'd lose their jobs, and that's terrible but they likely can land somewhere else. But the person or persons who took that risk to start that enterprise, they lose everything. They're bankrupt. That's the difference. It doesn't make one better than the other. That's not the point. Neither should be demonized. It just, that's the way it works. But we've gotten to a point where there's, there's this, Perception from the left that they just showed up one day and had this company and started making a lot of money. Nothing to it. Just hang a shingle. Put your sign out. It's just not true. It's American entrepreneurship, capitalism, risk reward, all those concepts, innovation, and working your rear off to capture some portion of the market by delivering service that people are willing to part with their money for, products and services, that's what drives the economy. That's what, that's what lifts up all the boats. That's what generates wealth, value. Nothing else does, not government. It's just incredible how misguided they are on that. Gary and Meridian reminds it was uh, Orson Wells. We will sell no wine before our time. That was the wine company, Ernest and Julio Gallo. I think that's right. Gallo Wines. Is that right? That sounds right. Really loving my chickens these days. Oh, yeah, my son went to Ole Miss. We still love him anyway. <laughs> H and Liberty talking about Ole Miss going to the series. He says, Wife is an Aggie, daughter's an Aggie. I'm a bulldog. Wow. You got a rather diverse environment there, <laughs> H. Forget energy. Does the Biden administration even have a clue about how many everyday items are made from petroleum byproducts? says Shaq Bully and Biloxi. Doubtful. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac is what broke the housing market last time. All right. So I think it's time to uh, talk about that. We may bleed into the into the break. But so Fannie and Freddie essentially have created all of these uh, programs that are designed to achieve equity in house ownership, one program would assist black borrowers with down payments. Most of the time, it depends on who your mortgage lender is and what you qualify for, but typically there's a down payment component, anywhere from 5% to 20% of the cost of a new home. And usually in Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, 20% is the requirement, but now essentially they're going to subsidize that. Taxpayers are going to subsidize down payments. Another program would reduce what's called loan-level price adjustments. Oh, it's just a fancy way of saying your interest rate is higher if you have low credit scores, and higher credit scores drive your rate of interest down. You're less considered less risky. So lenders are willing to loan to you at a lower rate of interest, and they want to eliminate that. So sounds a whole lot like the old subprime uh, era, where they're basically saying, ah, we won't we don't care about your credit scores, your credit worthiness, your ability to repay this debt. Here you go in the name of equity.
2: What's the old saying, those who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it.
1: And then they about here are. So they also will subsidize closing costs for those in certain minorities. Uh, that will come from the tax. They would provide such support. This is what's really crazy to me, this one, this particular program. They want to help black homeowners avoid foreclosure by helping them, quote, deal with unexpected expenses in repairs or temporary disruptions to income. Essentially, you as a taxpayer, you're going to be paying for home repair and welfare income replacement, so a minority homeowner stays in their home and avoids foreclosure. You're going to be paying for their home repairs. This is all true, by the way. These are pilot programs, of course, that will be tested in predominantly black geographic markets. It's also interesting that Hispanics and Asians and low-income white borrowers are excluded. This is specifically expressly targeted at and made available to black homeowners or prospective homeowners. Unbelievable. So you remember we had this problem in COVID relief when they wanted to give $3.8 billion only to black farmers? Remember that when Rhino and... And uh, which was totally racially motivated and targeted. And it took going to court, took going to court to overturn that. This is the kind of crap the Biden administration is more concerned with and consumed with. So here we go again. We got government sponsored enterprises, which means your taxpayer money is going to be involved in all these programs. Unbelievable. In the name of equity, we'll take a break right here. We'll come back with a final segment in this hour, and then Ole Miss law professor Chris Green joins us after the noon break. This
23: is Joe Rooks. Create your own Skag Zero Turn More package and save big at Rebel Ace Hardware and Rebel Outdoor Power. Pick your Skag More, pick your trailer for as low as $97 a month. And for just $10 a month more, you can add a steel, trimmer, blower, and chainsaw, plus 0% interest. Skag is rated the number one brand in America among independent dealers. And Rebel Outdoor Power is Mississippi's largest Skag dealer. Learn more at RebelOutdoor.com and Facebook. Rebel and Skag, brands you can trust.
14: Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242.
8: Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to two men and a truck, Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatrucks.com for a free no-obligation estimate.
13: This is the midday agri market report. The U.S. House of Representatives is looking to compress meat packer issues, year round E 15, conservation aid for precision agriculture, and new funding to help smaller packers and other processes into one bill. The legislation comes under the title of H.R. 7606, the Lower Food and Fuel Cost Act. The House Rules Committee took up the debate on the bill Monday afternoon and it could lead to a floor debate and a vote as early as today. Also on Monday, the House voted on Senate Bill 3580, the Ocean Shipping Reform Act, and approved that bill. As President Joe Biden has pressed on high shipping costs and wants a bill ready to sign, the bill would give more authority to the Federal Maritime Commission to investigate delays and fees charged by ocean carriers. I'm Dixon Williams and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network.
22: to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
0: You know what that means. Middays with Gerard Gibbert.
23: We'll do it live.
0: On Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Back as Holland Oates bumps us into this segment here. We appreciate you joining us on middays. We're in the Element Wealth Studios. The Dow, now down 212 points. Wow. The 10 year Treasury up to 3.44. Of course, keep in mind what's important about that one is that is uh, what drives the uh, mortgage rates and most consumer lending. It's all based on the 10 year Treasury. It's up 7.9 basis points today. Uh, most economists now are saying we're going to get a seventy-five basis point hike tomorrow. That's um, the latest news. I think that's, I think that's going to be the case as well. A friend of mine in the mortgage or in the real estate business, is a realtor in the area, said that he was getting thirty-year quotes at north of six percent yesterday for mortgages. So mm. I think, I think we're within a year of seeing eight percent mortgages which will obviously have a rather chilling effect on the housing industry and all that is related to that, construction products, construction workers, et cetera. But that's the fear the Fed has is propping rates up, plunging us into a recession. Already we're seeing lots of companies now – not laying people off yet, although a few have. Is it Bitcoin? One of those guys It's announced. Coinbase, maybe? One of them has announced layoffs. That's in the crypto industry, of course. Uh, oh, yeah. 3.9%. I'm looking at a graphic right now. One week ago, probability of a 75 basis point rate hike. 3.9% a week ago. Today, 95%. Wow. So from the category of this will make your blood boil in terms of use of your taxpayer money, we just talked about Fannie and Freddie and how they're now... Housing bubble 2.0. What In the name of equity, though, it's okay, right? Nothing more important than that. Well, this is crazy, but now we're learning that Uh, Just a misuse of money. 863 million of stimulus payments from the Biden stimulus plan, the checks that went out, the American Rescue Plan, went out to 597,000 incarcerated individuals. 863 million bucks we sent to people in prison. Wrap your head around that. But there's more. A terrorist, an inmate, she was convicted, 1994, for sending death threats to federal judges, pleaded guilty in 05, to mailing fake anthrax to our allies in the early days of the war on terror. Christina Iglesias, huh. she has... Uh, been granted by a federal judge the right to transition her sex, sex reassignment surgery. You're paying for it. Your money. A terrorist. You're going to pay while she's in prison and she hadn't been out, locked up in '94. Unbelievable, And you're going to pay for sex reassignment surgery. U.S. District Judge Nancy Rosentingle agreed with uh, another court, said in, in her opinion, issued last month, quote, Iglesias suffers daily and is at risk of self-mutilation and suicide. It's a tough one. I mean... You don't want even people in prison to... You don't want them to commit suicide and commit self-harm, but there's a limit on what you can do. But good grief, does it make sense to fund their sex reassignment to avoid that? I mean, there's no other way they can prevent suicide unless they convert their sex? I'm not buying all that. I mean... I'm
2: thinking more and more that gender reassignment surgery is the 21st century's lobotomy
1: could be right yeah there was a time when that you could cra- fix all your ailments yeah. with a lobotomy exactly it's exactly right now, that's a good point an irreversible
2: procedure done by a doctor mm. at the behest of the patient or the patient's family
1: so while we are all reeling at the price of gas at the pump and at the cash register in the grocery store. Wow, we got to pay for sex reassignment surgery for a a terrorist in jail. We sent $863 million out to inmates in prison, and now we're going to subsidize housing for black people, whether they can afford it or not, including their repairs. Just unbelievable. This doesn't make any sense. We'll take a break. When we come back, Ole Miss Law Professor Chris Green, we're going to talk about the Supreme Court. Stay with us.
0: You're listening to WFMN, Flora Jackson,
1: Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree
0: professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, online at baronistrepros.com.
20: News. I'm Chris Foster. There are primary elections in four states today, including Nevada. Fox's Aisha Hosnys in Reno.
22: Republicans will decide who they want to take on incumbent Senator Catherine Cortez Masto, quite possibly the most vulnerable Democrat in the U.S. Senate. And former President Trump has said he would love nothing more than Nevadans picking former Nevada AG Adam Laxalt, who has been leading in the most recent polling against retired Army Captain Sam Brown. It's
20: also primary day in Maine north dakota and south carolina stay 111 on the russian invasion of ukraine the town of severe is on the verge of falling to russian control ukrainians have held on through bloody and devastating battles there but russia has managed to destroy a couple of key bridges key to the resupply of the ukrainian forces fox's mike tobin in kiev ukraine america's listening to fox news
15: As
4: locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security. 601-898-3105. Call today.
3: I'm Larry Rowlett, former Secret Service Special Agent in Charge of the President Ronald Reagan Protective Division. I have purchased Boondocks Firearms Training Academy. I'm inviting you and your family to consider membership in Boondocks FTA. All levels of training for families and individuals are available. We are committed to our effort to keep you and your family safe from gun violence. Support our efforts. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and visit us at boondocksfta.com.
16: A Hancock County suspect is in custody. Deputies and U.S. Marshals have been looking for Nicholas Josh Shiu since May when he allegedly held his girlfriend hostage for three days. He has a history of domestic violence complaints by several women, including three arrests since 2020, and was also wanted on a federal probation violation. The January 6th committee hearing scheduled for Wednesday is being delayed. Committee member and California Congresswoman Zoe Lofgren says this is not caused by anything related to witnesses.
19: Just technical issues. I mean, we were, you know, the staff putting together all the videos, you know, doing one, two, three. It was overwhelming, so we're trying to give them a little room.
16: The hearing was expected to focus on pressure the committee says was applied to the Justice Department following the 2020 election. Thursday's hearing will proceed as scheduled. Are you looking for a contractor
23: for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work or in some cases no work at all, costing you far more in the long run
4: protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us.
9: The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. If you're not sure what that means for you, did you know our farmer members grow the safest and cleanest food supply in the world on 35,000 farms across the state? Our work truly does fuel the world. We are more than agriculture. We are what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org.
16: A $185,000 winning lottery ticket has yet to be claimed, and whoever has it is running out of time. The Mississippi Match 5 ticket was purchased from the Circle K on U.S. 49 and Florence in December. The ticket owner has until the end of day to claim their prize or it expires. If you're displaying the stars and stripes this flag day, there are technically some do's and don'ts. Tanya J. Powers explains. But there's a right and wrong way to display the flag outlined by the U.S. flag code, which is federal law. The flag code dictates when it's displayed, it must be illuminated. It's also the thing that says when the U.S. flag is taken down from a pole, it can't touch the ground. And when flags of cities, states, or groups are flown along with the American flag, the stars and stripes always have to be on top. One of the most common flag code violations the one that says it can't be used as apparel, bedding, or drapery. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. This is
4: professional ball player Jake Mangum. I know what it's like to live, eat, breathe, and play in Mississippi. And no other insurance company competes on my level like Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. I love my home team at Farm Bureau because they get me and they get what I need. Visit favorites.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team.
9: To catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson
0: 97.3. And now, another hour of the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Begin your
8: transition now.
0: Now on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi, rocking into the afternoon on the program from the Element Well Studios. Joining us now, Ole Miss Law Professor Christopher Green. Chris, thanks for coming on today. Thanks for having me again. Good to see you. Yes, sir. So we got to talk in the last few days about um, the opinion issuance process at the Supreme Court. Of course, we're all waiting for... Uh, this landmark case the, the, the so-called Dobbs case uh, which originated right here in Mississippi and expecting an opinion any day and um, and so the Supreme Court operates on a calendar uh, a very definitive calendar I think it's fair to say on on when they're in when they meet and they're holding court when they issue opinions. Can you kind of unravel that for us a little bit? And here, and here's a question I'll, I'll associate with that, uh, Professor, is I saw where uh, opinions are issued on the third Monday of a sitting, and I'm not really sure what a sitting is. Or and then there's the term, there's terms, there's sittings. Unravel that for us. Unlock the complexities there. <laughs>
23: Sure, sure. So it's it's a very tradition-bound process where uh, – so they always refer to the term – this is the 2021 term. Okay. Uh, and so anytime you're talking to somebody about uh, case, big cases from decided in a particular year, they're always talking about the year before because the October uh, term of court is, is what they talk about. So a session is um, – so they just released actually the arguments that they're going to have for the October 2022 session. So you've got uh, usually uh, six sessions of of the court. Uh, you've got uh, October, November, December, uh, and so each of those will be like two weeks long. They'll you know Monday to Wednesday you know, for for of you know, uh, 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 the first week and then the second week, and that'll be kind of one batch of cases. Uh, and then another batch of cases in November, another batch in December, and then another batch in kind of, uh, sometime February, March, and April. So usually they have six, uh, six batches, uh, I think sometimes seven batches of, uh, of cases. And one thing that's interesting, they usually, they've had fewer cases recently, but usually they don't assign a majority opinion. Uh, to a justice uh, for more than one case in that sitting, in that month, that kind of two weeks yeah. within that month. Uh, so, because of that, once uh, some of those opinions start getting released with an, with an author, then people saying, ah, ah, you know, Justice Alito must have an opinion at something, or, you know, they narrow down the, the possible, uh, possible suspects for who has the remaining cases. So, okay. so Dobbs was argued in December, and uh, of course, the, with the leak, we're not—we uh, don't have the normal suspense with that. Right. Um, but one thing that happens is, so on the Supreme Court website, we have uh, a little calendar, and it's got little yellow backgrounds that suddenly appear once they decide they're going to.
1: Okay.
23: And uh, so we know there's opinions coming tomorrow. So 9 a.m. Central, 10 uh, 10 Eastern. Uh, and and now because they're not doing it in person, it's actually much more mechanized and predictable. Okay. What they do is they release the opinion by the most junior justice with an opinion hmm. uh, at 9 a.m. And they will tell you it's kind of a weird way they tell you. They, they have numbers that they list and when they start listing the numbers for the cases, then you know that that's the last opinion for the day. Yeah. So at 9 a.m., uh, you find out whether there's more than one opinion, and you get the opinion from uh, the most junior justice to write. So on Monday, we had a couple of opinions from uh, Justice Barrett, uh, an opinion from uh, Justice Sotomayor, uh, Justice Alito. Okay, so as soon as we see an opinion by Justice Alito, we're thinking, oh, oh, you know, is is the next one gonna be Dobb? Yeah. Uh, uh, is it is this Dobbs day? Yeah. Um, and then uh, no, you know, then the last one was was uh, Justice Thomas. And, uh, then they give the, they gave the numbers right at, at 940. So the fifth opinion. Okay. Uh, so then we know, okay, we, we can, uh, uh, go back to, to worrying, uh, uh, until Wednesday about, about what's going to happen. And we've got this big batch of opinions. So, you know. People like me, we you know pull them up and Control F and look for you know what words are in these opinions. Do they say anything interesting about the nature of interpretation? Or uh, you know do they cite us? That kind of yeah. kind of stuff. Um, but uh, uh, basically, so they you know they usually finish by the end of June. Uh, if if a term goes into July. going finish by the end of June, maybe June, July 1st, July 2nd, something like that. Okay. Uh, but they've got 20, at this point, 24 more cases to decide.
1: Well, here's a question. Uh, uh, sorry to interrupt you. Here's a question I have for you. Yeah. Can't is it possible that this, this high-profile Dobbs case, d- does it slide out of this term? And, and the other question is, is there some sort of deadline attached to these cases by which there must be a decision? Do they operate on such a calendar um, where they have a deadline? You got to have a decision handed down by this day and time or something. Yeah,
23: it's it's really just self imposed. Okay. Um, so they certainly, I think, want to get this one out of their hair. Yeah. Um So some people, I mean, on on a couple of occasions, what the court has done is. Uh, release a de, tell, tell, uh, publicize a decision okay. without releasing the opinion. They'd say, here's the decision. Gotcha. Um, and usually it's it's a question of like a stay of execution or like okay, it's okay for these people to be executed. These people can't be executed. But you know, months from now we'll come up with our opinions because we're still working on it, still working yeah. on arguments and counter arguments. And some people have said, uh, oh, that's what they should do in Dobbs. Uh, so that you know, if, if something uh, should happen to one of the justices, it wouldn't change the result. Um, but uh, sometimes they so there's a big case, a uh, you know, massively important case from 1926 uh, that they took like two and a half years to decide it. Hmm. Um, Brown versus Board of Education on May 17, 1954. What they did, they they released an opinion and they said, we're saying unanimously. Uh, Separate schools are uh, racially segregated. Schools are unconstitutional, but we're not sure what the remedy we should be, and we're not going to just send it down immediately to the lower courts. Come end of June, beginning of July, around this time, yeah. uh, they'll uh, issue some, They'll uh, set a case for additional argument. That actually happened in Brown before. So they argued it once, and then they said, oh, come back. You write some more briefs about history. Uh, Come back. We'll argue it a second time. And then they came to the decision, they said, oh, let's argue it a third time. Talk about remedy. (laughs) Uh, So usually the the professorial types uh, are more in favor of that kind of thing than other people. So I'm I'm always looking and saying, oh, there's some issue that they really should be talking about, or they really should be – you know, making, you know, going for a bigger game and overruling some big case. Uh, please set this for a re argument on whether to overrule some particular case. Yeah. Uh, so that was in Dobbs. Um, that would have been, you know, not a crazy thing to, to think might happen after December. Pretty low probability and certainly not what they decided to do. Uh, but they could say, okay, uh, we want to, you know, just straight up have a question presented. Should Roe v. Wade be overruled? Yeah, um, and um, they could have had you know a separate argument about that, or they could have said, "Look, we you know we're confused about you know some particular historical point," or um, or you know they could say, "Let's argue a privileges or immunities clause." Case. <laughs> uh, uh, so footnote twenty two kind of alludes to that. It might get uh, expanded in the in the final final draft, but they could say, "Like, let's just have a whole sort of briefing on that." Um, all 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 that said, I mean, it they have they almost always finish it by the end of June. Uh, What's your... Uh, what don't, they don't have, have really a date certain, but it, uh, they like to get done.
1: we got about a minute and a half left here, Professor. What What is your opinion as far as uh, the date uh, by which they will release the opinion, the ruling, I should say, here uh, on DOPS?
23: I would be stunned if it goes past the fourth of July. I think they want to get it done by then, um, but uh, but I, I would say it might be July second, July third. Okay. Um, and it might, you know, it might be before then. So uh, June June twenty June thirtieth. Um, those are Wednesday and Thursday. Um, I, I think they usually try to get it done by, by June. So it's uh, it's not much longer now, yeah. and uh, it it could be tomorrow.
1: Yeah, and I, I, I think that's kind of the posture that the whole world is on right now is, will it be today? And then, oh, okay, it's not today. Maybe it'll be tomorrow. That's kind of what happened yesterday, it seems like. But, Professor, always a pleasure having you on, sir. Really appreciate uh, your, your knowledge and insight on these matters. Very helpful. And I'm sure we'll be talking about this more. And, and definitely once uh, we get something out of the court, we'll have you back on to discuss it further. Appreciate it, Christopher. Thank you.
23: Thanks for having me. There's a freight train coming.
1: You bet. (laughs) We'll step aside for a break right here on Midday. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
7: we
0: with yours.
5: The Mississippi Braves welcome the Birmingham Barons to Trustmark Park June 14th through 19th. Join us for Bark in the Park Tuesday, First Responders Wednesday, and Truck Works Thirsty Thursday. On Friday, June 17th, the first thousand fans get a retro Greenville Braves cap presented by Green Ghost Tacos. We close the homestand with Saturday beach theme fireworks presented by NCAT, and Sunday Family Fun Day featuring a special Father's Day pregame father-son catch on the field. For tickets, MississippiBraves.com. ESISupply.net.
7: It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbitant pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet Boom Products, Oil Gator, Oil Dry, Spill Kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. Supply. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net.
9: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
0: Okay, is everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbons on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Sent me a video. I'm trying to catch my breath. I've been laughing so dang hard. It was the outtakes of Orson Welles, I guess back in the 70s. <laughs> outtakes of him trying to produce a commercial for champagne. Ah, <laughs> the French champagne. And he sounds like he's drunk, maybe. He sounds <laughs> housed. It's just, I can't quit laughing, it's so great, golly.
2: If I can get FacePage to work with me, I'll post it in the
1: group. <laughs> so good. Oh gosh, I uh, appreciate the professor coming on, apologize for the technical difficulties. Uh, you know, and, and just so you'll know, uh, the show, of course, uh, our shows are broadcast uh, via video as well, YouTube and uh, On Demand. And all the various streaming services, etc., cetera, spire TV channel seventy, and uh, and so the the issue comes in. This is crazy, but if a person is is moving a lot, and that it requires bandwidth to transmit that and form that move, it's it's more data involved. Literally, when the objects in the um, in the video feed are are moving, and not totally stationary, and so. Uh, I can just guess that the professor, as a professor, I mean, that's what they do. They, you know, he's very passionate about the law and you're teaching law. And you probably, if you've uh, had professors like that in college, I did. I mean, some were just sort of stationary at a podium or a desk or a chalkboard, didn't move, didn't say a whole lot. And they were kind of boring, and others were very much into the subject matter and teaching and animated and walking around the class and sort of getting in your face almost sometimes, not in a negative way, a condescending way, but just to kind of make their point. And and so the professor's very animated. We appreciate that, and that's what was happening there. We get some interruptions. It's all a function of the bandwidth and uh, the network at that point in time, and uh, we do test all that stuff before we bring them on, just so you'll know. But um, anyhow, but appreciate him coming on. I can't wait for the the decision, the ruling to come down and get his analysis on that. And unfortunately, he didn't have time today to get to it. But you guys know that there are pro-life people and there are pro-choice people and they're already camping out all around that Supreme Court, come from all over the place to do so. And honestly, I pray that there's not some sort of conflict violence N- neither side don't want to see that happen I get it I understand there's there's passion on both sides and you're in our country you have the right standing outside the Supreme Court protesting totally within your right peacefully you start torching buildings and hurting people no you don't have a right to do that please don't let's pray that that doesn't happen, no matter what the the ruling of the decision is. Going to a Supreme Court justice's home? No. That's strictly forbidden by our law. Nancy Pelosi standing in the way of special security for these justices? It's awful. She's got time, however, to go to RuPaul's Pride event, right? You saw that. And And if of course, that's totally politically motivated. Just more pandering. And it's pandering on stuff like abortion. It's uh, kind of sickening. But you know what is happening, just in terms of voter sentiment? You're familiar with this 25-year-old YouTube influencer, Jake Paul? Pretty widely known. it has got 4.3 million followers on Twitter. Jeez, he took to his Twitter account yesterday, and uh, he put a little bit of a thrashing on the president, 25 years old. This is what he said, Biden accomplishments, he listed sarcastically, highest gas prices, worst inflation, plummeting crypto prices, highest rent prices ever, and new incomprehensible language referring to his cognitive challenges. He says, if you're reading this and voted for Biden and you still don't regret it, then you are the American problem. Bravo, Jake. Wow. 20 million subscribers on his YouTube channel. So this is this has gone viral, and let's be honest. Folks like Jake Paul, They have more influence over how folks vote than any candidate. I think that's fair to say these days in our culture, in this age group in particular, because most of these folks, I don't know, even when I was in that age group, I was as obsessed, I guess, with politics as I am today. I was worried about about, uh, just making a living and... um, Moving up through society and and achieving my life goals to do so, and wanted the government the hell out of the way. Fortunately, I came out of school when right at the time Reagan was elected. Now he he uh, and his Fed chairman, they had to uh, dose out some dish out, I should say, some very powerful and uh, distasteful medicine to, to uh, control the and rein in the inflation that Jimmy Carter's failed policies had produced. And, uh, but the economy after that, a few years after that downturn, the recessionary period and, and the ridiculous interest rates, things rebounded, and we were off to a fairly... Sustained economic boom. The the liberals never want to admit that. They never want to accept that. They just don't don't like it that his supply side policies work. It's the same thing we talked about yesterday. So you you were going to share something, Rhino. You got that on Biden uh, boasting about the deficit.
2: Yeah, this is him from the AFL CIO speech uh, earlier today.
21: I don't want to hear any more of these lies about reckless spending. We're changing people's lives. And because of the fact, this year, we're delivering the biggest drop in deficit in the history of the United States of America.
1: Unbelievable. So, you know, we've explained this before. Only in this day and age can you brag about trillion-dollar deficits. Because that's what it's going to be. Now, it's absolutely true that if you look back in 2020, because of all the COVID relief under the Trump administration, the deficit ran to $3.1 trillion, highest ever. And, you know, I thought about that some more, and I, and I know that there's a lot of criticism of Trump and the Republicans, because the entire Congress, by the way, got on board with all of that spending. But what about the scientists? did we not rely at that point on all those smart scientists who said, you got to shut everything down? And I'm not sure that was necessary at this case. In fact, I'm fairly convinced it wasn't. I don't know that it made a difference. I don't think it did. It made a difference in that it tanked the economy. But in terms of COVID itself, I'm just not convinced. So we got lawmakers relying on physicians and scientists i think the the
2: data backs up your assertion because it's now now that new zealand has had another spike and another wave japan has the lowest covid numbers around the world and japan never once locked down they shut down their borders but localized they never had lockdowns right they had a they had Emergency statuses, where they ask people to take extra precautions, but nobody was ever asked to work from home or not go to the store or not go to work. It didn't
1: change their normal economic activity. That's the point. Whereas They just shut down the borders. Nobody in, nobody out. That's right. And, of course, you do that here, any attempt to do that here, and you're, you know, all these isms. You're misogynist or xenophobic and, well, I don't know, all the other crap. But but all all I was going to say is, so we got we got all the lawmakers, the entire center of government, policymakers, relying on all these smart scientists at the state level, too. We did it here, too, right? And we shut everything down. And so, in doing so, the government says, well, we got to send money out because people aren't working. They can't produce income. And so we just bloated the money supply in doing so, and, and we ran a $3.1 trillion deficit 2020. 2021, that came down to 2.8, and Biden uh, actually bragged about that. And in 2022, it's going to be down to a trillion, but that's largely the result of, I'll talk about it when we come back after the break, why I think we are experiencing a lower deficit than projected.
7: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 96. Tonight, mostly clear, a little around 74. The Wednesday, a slight chance of rain. Sunny skies, high near 95. And a look to Thursday, a slight chance of showers. Mostly sunny, high near 94. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871.
24: The heat is off at Mazda of Jackson during our sizzling summer sell That's right. All summer long, the temperature is hot, and so are the deals on every Mazda in stock. It's time to transcend the ordinary with a new Mazda CX-5 and CX-9 with 1.9% financing for 36 months. That's right. 1.9% APR for 36 months on 2022 Mazda CX-5s and CX-9s, which will save you thousands in finance charges. Buy a new Mazda, and Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Shop right now at MazdaofJackson.com. It's our mission to give you great deals while treating you like family every single day plus you can buy with confidence with a 20 year 250 000 mile powertrain warranty from mazda jackson our incredible credit team will work hard to get you approved 100 percent credit approval is always our number one goal bring in your trade and we'll give you top dollar for it come take advantage of these scorching deals because the heat is on at Monster Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Visit our state-of-the-art facility located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. mustojackson.com See dealer for details
19: with group credit on select models. What do you really know about Michael Cassidy? He just came to Mississippi from Maryland and only registered to vote here last year. As a Navy Reserve pilot, Cassidy was grounded and put under an investigation. Mississippi doesn't need a carpetbagger. We need a conservative, a conservative like Michael Guest.
6: I'm Michael Guest, and I approve this message because you deserve to know the truth. I have a proven conservative record fighting for you and our Mississippi
7: values. I ask for your vote in the June 28th runoff election.
19: Paid for by friends of Michael Guest.
7: The best made to order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283.
12: This hour of middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back.
16: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk, Mississippi News. A Hancock County suspect is in custody. Deputies and U.S. Marshals have been looking for Nicholas Josh Shayu since May when he allegedly held his girlfriend hostage for three days. He has a history of domestic violence complaints by several women, including three arrests since 2020, and was also wanted on a federal probation violation. The January 6th committee hearing, scheduled for Wednesday, is being delayed. Committee member and California Congresswoman Zoe Lofgren says this is not caused by anything related to witnesses.
19: Just technical issues. I mean, we were, you know, the staff putting together all the videos, you know, doing one, two, three. It was overwhelming, so we're trying to give them a little room.
16: The hearing was expected to focus on pressure the committee says was applied to the Justice Department following the 2020 election. Thursday's hearing will proceed as scheduled.
0: Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. Weeknights at 9, right here. Super Talk Mississippi.
10: Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to primeshrimp.com to get pre seasoned, easy to cook shrimp delivered straight to your door.
0: There's a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm/slash YouTube. Be sure and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and the good things happening here in the state. Accurate information, in-depth analysis, and clear insight, all in one place. The Gallo Radio Show with Paul Gallo. Mornings on Supertalk Mississippi. The Supertalk app and at supertalk.fm. Come on. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back. On Supertalk Talk, Mississippi.
1: BB King. We are back with you from the Element Wealth Studios on the C Spire text line. I don't want a recession, obviously, but I'm 25, and I'm of the mind that if the economy does take a dump, I'll be able to set myself up pretty nicely in regards to the stock market and possibly even real estate. I'll graduate, excuse me, in the fall of 23. By the time things settle down, I hope to be in a financial position that allows me to take advantage of low prices. Hmm. I assume you mean low prices on stocks, I guess, right? On the ceasefire tax line there. Um, yeah, I mean, that's certainly one way of looking at it is, is um, as the market senses that a recession is imminent and the price of equities continues to fall and the market indexes in general continue to plummet, that it does present buying opportunities. However, lots of really smart people, I would just share this with you, lots of really smart people out there trying to figure out where the bottom is. Because you could say, that's it, and you jump in, but it wasn't it. And the next thing you know, you're wiped out. So, I think the prudent investor dips their toe with the understanding: is this may not be it, and and then you have another opportunity. But you're liquid enough to take advantage of that. It's just it's just a tough call. I mean, that's is what we're watching right now. It's like was this capitulation and. I can't tell you the number of reports and interviews I saw after the show yesterday about that once the market closed at 3 o'clock. Was this it? And then today it starts out futures were up and then promptly had a sell off not too long after the opening. Um, it's just incredibly volatile, and the VIX index is down a little bit today. That is a measure of volatility. The Dow now down 175, S P down fourteen. I just I feel like that trying to figure that bottom out is just extremely, extremely risky, and uh it's it's a difficult process. This is not this is a correction, not a recession, and I don't think you could count on seeing the floor until after twenty twenty four presidential election. Well, that's Rhett and Reginald. Well, Rhett I I beg to differ with you here. I think we're going to find out once we get the GDP numbers out after the end of this month that, in fact, we are in a recession. Uh, And and most economists that are rational are saying the same thing. So I think we are in a recession. This is not a a correction. I don't see it. It's a a reaction. I I don't know what you're correcting. I hear that a lot. And correcting what? Inflated PE ratios? I, I just think that um I, I think what we're witnessing is lots of investor sentiment that um, reflects the concern about recession. And what happens in recessions is people hunker down, don't spend as much money, and jobs um, get eliminated. Hiring slows. And it's a weird deal we got right now. That's why we're Most are expecting stagflation, which just means we have relatively low unemployment, but high inflation and weak economic activity. So uh, this is an unusual situation. I've seen some really smart uh, investment analysts that say 10 years to get back to where we were pre-pandemic. 10 years minimum. Well, heck, that's that's not very... Welcome information to folks who are either retired or on the cusp of retiring. Wait 10 years? Fine for a young person like uh, our friend here that texted a minute ago. It's 25. Yeah, they can wait out 10 years. But you see the difficulty there. And I know lots of folks are out there thinking about that, approaching retirement, looking at their their nest eggs, and, and they have uh, angst over that. As they should, when you when you see such a steep decline as we have witnessed here. Uh, Rhett says, "Have we seen the price equilibrium point reached in any sector?" I assume, Rhett, you're talking about uh, with respect to equity pricing. No, I don't think we have. I really don't at this point. Uh, that's just me. You now it's my opinion, and <laughs> that's the that's the thing about the markets, right? They're differing opinions. That's why they're buyers and sellers. It's all based on the the difference in in sentiment, but right now the sellers clearly exceed the buyers, which is why the markets are down. And you got uh, then you got companies that are changing their footprints in China and changing their uh, their their business model in Russia. All that's figuring in. A lot of these big public companies are obviously global in nature, and that's uh, all. Part of the larger picture that we have to be concerned about so um thomas in greenwood says he's going to keep putting 750 bucks away in his 401k okay not sure why well i'm not sure what you're saying there or is it matched thomas does your employer match it or is this not one that is sponsored by an employer So, I mean, the problem with that is you could be putting that money away, and unless you got something figured out, the rest of us don't. You probably have seen the overall value of it decline, depending on what you're investing in. You you may be investing in not in equities. Maybe you're in corporate bonds or, or something else that hasn't experienced a severe uh, decline in value, but... Anyhow, anyhow, lots of folks are uh, stressed. I think that's the best way to put it, and that's what we all should be concerned about. Is it's it is um, it it can be very stressful when you look at the balances in those accounts and and they're going down, and you look at the statements and they're going down, and I know a lot of folks just say. Hey, I'm not at that point yet. I don't even look at it. I just get depressed when I look at it. Therefore I don't I don't I don't. But you get to a point where you start approaching, okay, I've been putting this money yeah, away.
2: Eventually you gotta start looking you at it because you gotta start using it to make budgets for the rest of your life.
1: Yeah, it's it's a it's a planning. It's the key input to your plan and and your timing. And it's um gosh, it's just it's a tough deal. It's a problem. So Thomas says, yes, it's matched. So I'm a little surprised, Thomas. I mean, I don't know your whole situation, your company situation, that there's not some top-heavy rules that aren't affecting that based on that amount. Oh, gosh. Tim and McGee says, wish they'd try and camp out on Mississippi's concrete this time of year to protest, talking about <laughs> talking about our, our uh, discussion of the pro-choice and the pro-life folks that are gathering around the Supreme Court, and they're coming from all over the country, what do they do for a living? I mean, both sides, honestly. How how do you do that? How do you take off that much time to go away from your place of work and do that sort of stuff? I I don't know. Biden also, of course, told us that trickle-down economics is a failure, said that last week at the summit, uh, which is not an economic principle, it's just a concept. Credit card balances spiking to $841 billion now, so a lot of people got that stimulus money, paid off their credit card debt, and now they're having to plunge back into debt to make ends meet, so that's way up, and uh, that. That has some impact. You get to where your credit cards are maxed out, or you're just tired of paying the interest on them, and the interest continues to rise, and that then starts to temper spending and consumption. All of these are at play. I did uh, suggest earlier we would touch on Bonnie Sanders and Liz Warren and their proposal to extend Social Security solvency for 75 years while increasing benefits by 2400 You may find it as a shock that their plan is, of course, to tax the rich. Just take it from them, give it to that group over there, and that, all the problems are solved. The Social Security Expansion Act would expand benefits for current and new beneficiaries by $200 a month or 2400 per year and would make monthly checks more generous in other ways as well. And to do that, well, they're going to change the threshold for payment into the system that will affect uh, those at the higher income, uh, higher level at the income scale. And they're just going to pay more in, and the people that don't pay more in are going to get more out. And that's the flaw in Social Security that always has been. It's just... A lot of people say it's a Ponzi scheme. It's really not. It's a redistribution program because most people get more out than they ever paid in, plus interest. Medicare is a whole lot worse. It's a defined benefit plan that's broke and doesn't work. We got another segment. Stay with us.
6: Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk, Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till
21: noon.
11: Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you.
7: Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com.
15: Losing power can be a major disturbance for homeowners. Taylor Power
2: Systems offers a full line of Briggs & Stratton home standby generators in numerous sizes to keep your lights on during a power outage. Financing is now available. Call Taylor Power Systems today, 601-932-5674, to discuss a standby generator for your home. Here in
4: Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is
3: all around you.
4: To all
15: the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk, Mississippi
0: 97.3. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk, Mississippi. <laughs>
1: Wealth Studios Midday Super Talk Mississippi. So a little bit more about Bonnie Sanders and Liz Warren's plan to rescue Social Security. Give me all your money. <laughs> Pretty much it. So right now, Social Security uh, taxes are paid up to one hundred forty-seven thousand uh, dollars of of taxable income or um, uh, wages, actually. And if you're self-employed. You pay both the employer and the employee each share the combined six point two percent for a total of twelve point four percent. If you're an employee, you pay six point two percent. Your employer pays it. That's up to one hundred forty-seven thousand dollars. What they want to do is um, uh, lift that cap and apply the tax to all income of more than two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So, so check that out. So, up to one hundred forty-seven thousand dollars. You're tapped out between 147,000 and 250. You don't pay anymore, but at 250 and over, you pay, it, um, infinitely. So, in other words, if you if you're a more highly compensated individual, you're going to pay more in. You don't get more out. That's still capped. In fact, they want to means test it so that you may get none out, having paid for it into it your entire life. If you're at the high end end of the income spectrum. Okay, here's the other crazy, most egregious part. They want to apply that 12.4% tax that you're currently paying on your wages, half you, half your employer, to small business income, profit. Yeah, they want you to pay it on that and on investment income. Right now, there's a 3.8% Medicare tax, called a passive income tax, they want to put the 12.4% Social Security tax, they want to lap that on to any capital gains you would have from the trading of securities. That would mean when you take it out of your 401k plan, if you're investing tax-free, when you take it out, you'd pay 12.4% Social Security tax.
2: Democrats never met a tax they didn't like.
1: Now he says this will make it solvent for seventy five years. In other words, just implementing this gigantic wealth redistribution will fix it. That's basically what the plan is. Unbelievable. Let's and then see. after
2: seventy five years, when you're in the hellscape of no small businesses <laughs> left in the United States.
1: Won't take that long, probably. Correction is wordsmithing for the Democrats that are losing ratings, says Kevin in Monticello. Charlie from Pearl, the Democrat Party's paying them to protest up there, I bet you. Who knows? I mean, anything's possible, honestly. My wife's employer recently sold out. New owner did not continue with their 401k plan. She rolled it $32,000 over to our America Express personal retirement account 2 weeks ago and today it is worth $18,000 less than what she deposited. That from uh, a member of our audience on the ceasefire tax line. Man, I'm sorry to hear that. I I really cuz you know that's everybody. I mean, it's it's that's not unique. Everybody's experiencing this kind of downturn. I mean, it's it's hard to find anywhere to place your money to make money to gain from your investment unless you sell short. I mean, and that's incredibly risky, of course, and you're not going to usually do that in your, your retirement accounts. Unbelievable. They should name it the Robin Hood plan, says Tom and Carthage. That's exactly what it is. And, and, Folks do need to understand. I know that there's there's this perception out there, belief that I'm paying into it, and and therefore I'm entitled to my money out. You're absolutely right. By participating in the program, that is what entitles you to benefits. What's not true is that the, you're paying in to receive benefits until you die. That even though that's the pro, way the program works, that the the economics of the program don't work properly. So it's possible, and in fact, a lot of people do receive out a lot more than they paid in, plus any kind of reasonable return over the period of time they paid in. That's what's flawed in the whole model. It's, they're called defined benefit plans. But think about, and you may not, you may not like, uh, you may not care that it's rich people in accordance with Bernie Sanders Elizabeth Warren's plan. But how's that fair to them? Hey, rich people, you're going to pay a whole hell of a lot more into Social Security, so it can go out the other door out here to the people that receive it. But you don't get any more. You're just, you're just, uh, you're being noble. You're being generous. You're being charitable. That's essentially what they're saying. Except they're doing it with a the gun. They're saying if you don't do this, you go to jail. By the way, I mean literally. That's the way this crap works. Just incredible. Gary Meridian says, Gerard invested pork bellies. (laughs) I got lucky finally. My investor made approximately 20% increase for me last month, making up previous problems. Found a good spread. Well, that's Mike in Gulfport. Man, that's pretty good. Uh... Just be careful, is all I can say, Mike. That's definitely not typical and uh, goes counter to what the market's doing right now. We're out of here today. We're out of time. We appreciate you so much for joining us. We're going to be right back here tomorrow. Until then, stay safe and God bless everyone. A
0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.